This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased you are all here with me today. Uh, I have a wonderful returning guest who's actually been on the show a few years ago, um, and we're going to be talking all about finding peace in the storm. But first, of course, we have our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. See what they have in store for us today. First, from the universe. Ever notice how when someone dreams of happiness, abundance, wealth, health, romance, or friendship, they never have to wonder if it's in their best interest? But when someone dreams of a specific house, employer, love interest, deadline, dollar amount, or diet fad, they often end up contradicting themselves? Keep your end results general. Everything else is just a how. To the big picture, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, this is a really, really good one. I like it because it reminds us that we sometimes get a little too caught up in the specifics of, of what we want to manifest and, and, and what we want to see in our lives, instead of remembering that it, ultimately it's really just about how we want to feel. It's about the, the joy we want to feel. It's about the companionship. It's about the, the empowerment we want to feel. It, it, it's really all about where we want to end up, the end result. Yet sometimes, and, it, and it's so easy, and, and, and believe me, I'm as guilty of this as anybody else. Uh, we can so get caught up in, in certain specifics. It has to look like this. You know, it's got to be this person. It's got to be this company or, or, or working with these kinds of people. Or it, it's got to be exactly like this. And, and what happens is, it's kind of like when we... Uh, open up to the universe like I want to feel joyful and abundant we leave it open to many 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 different possibilities that those feelings can come to us through many different experiences but when we say more specifically I want to work for this company I want to be earning this much and, and, I, and I want to have uh, you know this kind of uh, experience there then we start collapsing down those possibilities for the universe to bring it to us and then it becomes much more difficult and indeed sometimes the specifics that we want can contradict themselves like i want to be a, a highly paid executive and i want to have lots of time with my family 
Well, sometimes those can be competing uh, desires. And then that can make it very difficult for the proper situation to come up. As opposed to when we keep things more general and remember what that end result is. We want to feel connected. We want to have community around us. We want to, you know, enjoy our life. Then we're more open. Then there are more possibilities. There are more different ways that we can get there. And when we leave it open like that, life has a much easier time of actually bringing to us what we want. And even if this is too far out for some of you, maybe it's just about programming our own subconscious and programming our own consciousness that when we kind of say, look, this is the direction I want to go in. This is one I want to feel. This is what I want to see happen. That then we're really um, leaving it open to, to, to experiencing it in so many different ways that it, it's much easier for us to achieve the very thing that we say we want. So uh, again, I think this is a great reminder to just keep in mind, what is it ultimately that we really want in our lives? What do we want to feel? What do we want to experience? What do we want to manifest? But let's work on dropping the details, leave the details and the hows up to life in the universe. Let's focus on the what. Let's focus on the what we want to experience, what we want to feel, and, and what we want to see in our lives. And I think um, that really moves us so much easier to where we want to go. So, a great quote from the universe. I really like this one. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Oh, another one of these. Parents can't choose the mates of their children or the behavior of their children. You actually can't choose anything for your children without disempowering them. Abraham. So, uh, I've had a few of these quotes that just happen to fall on Thursdays in the last uh, few weeks talking about parents and children. And, and as I've mentioned before, sometimes that child is ourselves. And, and sometimes, you know, the children, it, it's a, we can take it a little more metaphorical if you don't have actual children yourself. But what Abraham is trying to say here is, is that when we try and control another human being, I don't care if it's a child, a parent, a relative, a friend, a lover, any other human being, if, first of all, we really can't do it because they all have their own will, they all have their own opinion, their own desires, they all have their own thing that they want, so we're, we're not going to be able to do it, so we're just going to get frustrated at it. And then if we actually could control their behaviors, their desires, their actions, you know, who they're with, who they spend time with, things like that. If we actually could, all we're doing is actually disempowering them. We're just taking the power away from them and not allowing them to make those choices for themselves. And what happens when we do not let people make choices for themselves? What we're actually doing is, is we're telling them they're not good enough, they're not smart enough, uh, they, they make mistakes all the time, 
and that they they should not be relying on their own judgment and we're just making them dependent on us. Now, do we want to be dependent on other people? Do we want other people telling us what to do? I don't think so. So if we don't want that for ourselves, why in the world would we add on another human being? We actually need that freedom to make our own choices even if they're not good choices at the time, even if we can see a better way, they need to learn from the experience. How else do we truly learn if we just not allow someone to make a choice that's, that's not in their best interest? How do they know that it's not going to be in their best interest? Because we're not allowing them that experience. Now, of course, you know, we, we don't want to allow people to hurt themselves. We don't want to allow them to, to kill themselves. Of course not. I'm, I'm not talking about extreme things like that. But I'm, I'm just talking about, you know, someone making a decision about, it could be anything from what school to go to, what company to work at, what friends to have, um, who to trust, who not to trust. Even if we see that this other person isn't trustworthy, if they don't see it, how are they going to learn how to distinguish between someone who's trustworthy and, and someone who's not unless they have that experience? Now, yes, people can learn from other people's experiences. And when we learn from our own experience, it really sinks in much deeper and we learn that lesson much more fully, uh, much more intently and, and, and much more permanently. So, uh, again, a wonderful quote about disempowerment, and I'll say empowerment, which in some ways goes right along with focusing on the end result. Because when we just focus on the end result, we're empowering the universe to bring things to us. See how I tied that together? Wasn't that good? See, you know, when you've been doing a show for 10 years, you kind of get little things like that. Anyway, so now it is my extreme pleasure uh, to welcome to the show uh, uh, returning guest Hope Fitzgerald. For those who don't remember, she is an open conduit who has received clear information as an intuitive dowser, a spiritual life coach, and a healer for many, many years. Introducing the Infinity Wave, and we're going to be talking all about that to the world in 2010. Wow, 10 years ago already? Oh, wow. Uh, she launched the Wave Energy Center for Conscious Evolution and has appeared on dozens of international internet and radio shows to share its mysteries and applications. Hope has been a certified neurofeedback practitioner for nearly 20 years, often incorporating sound and essential oils into her work, as well as other things. Additionally, Hope runs Infinity Wave Workshops, which focuses on conscious spiritual evolution and guides groups to spiritually potent areas around the world, including Peru, South Africa, France, England, Ireland, Wales, and Easter Island. Sure, that's a little bit on hold right now, right? Uh, during these soul-filled adventures, she shares how to use the Infinity Wave to communicate with landscapes, believing that when the powerhouse of the human heart interacts with a highly charged site, an alchemy occurs that is guaranteed to cause a shift in consciousness. Welcome to the Conscious, back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Hope. Thank you so much, Sam. It's great to be back with you and have another chat. 
Yeah, so it, it's it's always a pleasure, and and you know, special people like you, I like to have back on more than once. So, um, I, I, we have just a few minutes before break, and some of my listeners may not have heard my original interview with you. So, why don't we just very quickly kind of recap how this Infinity Wave came to you, and and what is it really all about? Okay. Yes. Um... excuse me, the infinity wave came in a series of three visions back in 2010, Uh, visions that I was not used to having, even though I really had been a spiritual person my whole life, but not at that level. Uh, The the infinity wave introduced itself in in this image of a watery figure eight, flowing water and a figure eight sign. And... um, because I am a dowser and used to asking questions, uh, I was able to go into a discourse about it and come to understand what this geometry was all about and why it had come to me. Mm. And it turns out that it is a 10th dimensional energetic and inherent in that figure eight, that watery flow, is there that 10th dimensional love and compassion. And the whole purpose of it was because we as a planet and as a population, everything on the planet, it was told to me in 2010, would be going through an evolutionary push. And this technique, this tool, the infinity wave, would, is, was coming in to help us through the evolutionary push. Mm. So here we are smack dab in the middle of the evolutionary push and uh, I will explain more about it and how it does actually help um, I want to be mindful of the time. Yeah, and and, and it, uh, don't worry, that's my job. I'll interrupt you if we okay. run out of time. But okay. uh, it, I, I do want to just interject that uh, since learning of the Infinity Way from you, I do actually use it a lot when I meditate, when I'm doing my energy work, and I have found that it really helps to make things more potent. And and I've even taught it to some of my clients who then started using it and they experienced the difference as well. So it, it definitely has a, 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 a energy to it that really enhances whatever you're working with already. Oh, it, I'm so glad to hear that, Sam. It, this is the same kind of reporting that I hear from many, many people. And since we introduced it in 2011, um, the egregore of it, the the, mm-hmm. the the thought field of it has grown. So now it's even more accessible and more powerful. Mm. I, I believe that's what has happened uh, because people can get it right away yeah. and immediately feel feel a shift. Yeah. And, and I also love what you said was um, you can apply it in any other work you're doing. It, it stands on its own and it can partnership with anything because mm. it's non-denominational. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a booster. Right. Um, of the of the energy and of the the level of what you know when we're dealing with of course here we are in 3d reality but Mm -hmm. when we 
engage in healing work or anything like that. We're, we're probably in, in other dimensional right. spaces, right. quantum spaces. And when you introduce this really high level, 10th dimensional energetic into that, then things really expand and boost. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. I found this to be the case. But you can also use, just use it on its own. Absolutely. You know, I can talk about that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let, let's get more into it. I want to take our, our first break. Um, and when we come back, let's just talk about maybe um, what you've seen with using it since this whole pandemic started and, and what kind of reports you've gotten from maybe some of your clients about how it has helped them just to kind of give our audience a feel for what it can do. And let's explain just a little bit more like how they can actually use it. Okay, Hope? Sure. Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon Eastern to 1 p.m. right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook with our live stream. And we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Today we're speaking with Hope Fitzgerald, who is uh, in her home up in Connecticut, um, all about the infinity wave and, and how we can really use it as a tool to help us, especially in challenging times like what we're experiencing these days. So, so Hope, why don't you just explain a little bit more about what the infinity wave does and and why we should be using it to help us in, in these challenging times. Sure. The infinity wave is, as I said, chock full of this very refined love and compassion. It's really a love and compassion that's so far out of our uh, general life experience that when it comes in when you when you start to feel it uh, it's it's unusual we don't we don't it's not emotional in the way that we on 3d experience uh, emotional love and compassion it's a higher octave of that and it has been so helpful for me um, you know, everybody's prone to clenching and the multiple uncertainties that we have been living with, especially in March and April, um, uh, you know, with the onslaught of the news that we've had, it's, it's, it's totally normal to have had some fear. Sure. And Early on in there, I, I had another vision uh, that had to do with this fear cloud uh, that, mm. that was sweet, like in the Midwest, sweeping across the plains, <coughs> one of those big thunderstorms. If anybody's ever seen that, it's an yeah. awesome yeah. sight, just powerful. And it was almost like that, like this fear cloud. And I realized that I needed to protect myself from mm. from that fear level mm. and 
So I, I started to work with the wave, not only on myself to keep myself calm. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I run a figure eight, let's say, mm-hmm. over the top of my head, crossing at my midline, and then under the soles of my feet. Now you can imagine you're sort of held in this figure eight mm-hmm. of flowing water, delivering love and compassion to my entire being, my every level of my field. Well, that feels fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it has a very calming effect. So I used it. I have been using it for that, and I've also been using the wave on the fear cloud to uh, just disperse it. I can okay. make multiple waves, so they almost look like a ceiling fan mm-hmm. with figure eights going, you know, <laughs> looping over one another like a big flower. And I just break up that that fear cloud so that it isn't quite so intense for mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it has enabled me to maintain a calm in the storm um, much better than anything else that I have devised. And I've been meditating on a daily basis with it in that way. This, the other thing that it does is because it's such a high frequency, mm-hmm. it, it helps you to pop out of the fray. And maintain a, a slightly elevated position in all of what's been trying to yank us around and get our attention and uh, especially engage emotionally with what's going on. Now, this doesn't mean I have no emotions, no, Never. but I am more able to stay in a loving, compassionate place of neutrality. Mm. while everything is going around on the playing field. And especially with all the messages and everything we're receiving through the media. And and it's hard, you know, even myself, like I try not to watch the news and not pay attention to the news. But with everything going on, you have to. You have to know what's going on. And so because there's so many things that are either unknown or dangerous or or or, or just not... Uh, supportive of where we are now, you, it's very easy to get pulled down into a very fear bla- fear-based, scary kind of place. So, so what you're saying is, is that you can actually use this infinity wave, this giant sort of infinity sign that's a figure eight made of water, as a, a visualization, shall we call it, and in, um, t- yeah. to to move the energy to help to raise us up out of that state. Exactly. There, there are uh, thousands and thousands of applications of the wave. You can use it internally and, or personally. This is one way to do that. Mm-hmm. You can also use it as a communication device between you and another person, mm. uh, imagining a figure eight from one heart to the other heart and mm. allowing the water to flow. And all of a sudden, the conversation sort of elevates mm. to a place that is in the highest and best for those two people having a conversation. Right. So, yes, I, I've used it to maintain my equilibrium during these times, and we have to remember that along with the um, emotional hooks that are in the media on a daily basis, hourly, minute-to-minute <laughs> basis, 
There's also perhaps uh, a, a sidebar of confusion because mm -hmm. there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And yeah. if we start to hook into one piece of advice, pretty soon we'll find an alternative piece of advice. Yes. And yeah. so we, we go into sort of, you know, X's in the eyeballs. I, I don't even know where to go with this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And I'm thinking of a cartoon character, right? Like, right, ah, right, can't right. figure it out. So, yeah, because um, there's like so many conspiracy the theories and so many, yes. you know, theories. Where did this come from? What's happening? Why is it happening? What are people doing while the lockdown is happening? You know, there's so much stuff out there. And it's really hard to know, like, what's the truth, right? It, 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 it's some of the it, stuff it you will never know what the truth is in some way. So it's like to keep ourselves... In, in an empowered, loving state, it is not is is a bit of a challenge, right? It's a it's a workout, and yeah. and I think this is part of our evolution in a spiritual sense is to figure out how to maintain a state that is calm, that stays in love and compassion, while we're in the maelstrom. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean. Look, the, what started to happen early days of the Infinity Wave, when they, when they explained to me what it was, the next thing I was told was that, oh, and you need to start teaching about this. Well, <laughs> I, I, I did what? Well, teach about what? I don't even know what this is. And, and first of all, I am a very buttoned-up teacher. I, I have mm. curriculum, and I know, you know, I, <laughs> I'm very uh, detailed in how I would go about teaching on something, and I wouldn't teach anything that I didn't really have a handle on. And uh, they were like, now you got to do this anyway. And, uh, oh, my gosh, talk about feeling naked and terrified. So the thing is... Uh, they, they, my guide team, uh, I, I began to get very acquainted with my guide team, mm -hmm. and uh, they would deliver these practices. Uh, one a week, mm -hmm. Once a week, I would go in to, as if I was going to be doing a dowsing session, out of my mouth with words that were not mine, and, you know, um, I reluctantly had to admit that I was becoming a channeler. I, uh, I say reluctantly because I had had a little bit of skepticism about channeling mm -hmm. up until that point, but then it started to happen to me, and I couldn't explain it any other way. Mm -hmm. So what started to come through were these practices that then I would deliver in the workshop that month, mm -hmm. and I would get three a month and then have the workshop and deliver those three practices at the end of three months we looked back my my cohorts and i looked back and realized that this was a uh trajectory this was a course in spiritual evolution and this is why i say there are many many applications of the wave because you can use it in these communication styles and in in your own body yeah. and in your own field but there is also a deeper dive you can take with it to have a transformative experience, which is what happened every time mm. I ran a workshop, uh, which were three weekends in a row, and now I do them a little differently, but mm -hmm. you people would actually change in mm. a way that was lasting, not mm. a flash in the pan, I feel good, and right. you know whatever. No, these were deep 
transformational experiences. And after running several of these, and I saw that the work was sticking and that people had a new orientation to life, Mm -hmm. and they had more joy, and they had a tool with which to handle life uh, more elegantly, uh, more smoothly, and at a higher octave, you know, then I started to believe this. And, mm. and that's when I went out into the world and started to teach it. Okay, great. But I mentioned, oh, sorry. We... Yeah, I'm going to take a quick break. Um, and I thought that when we come back, I would love to just get maybe one story of a client who you've been working with, like of, of kind of where they were when this pandemic hit and like where they are now and how, like what kind of transformation they actually went through, just to give our audience kind of a, 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 a concrete example of, of, of how it can really help and support them in it. And, and then I wanted to get into sort of, you know, what's the real opportunity we have now, okay? Okay, wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Hope Fitzgerald, and we will be right back after this. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking with Hope Fitzgerald this hour all about um, this amazing tool she's uh, helped to uh, channel into this world called the Infinity Wave. And and we've been talking a lot about sort of what it is and and how it came to be. And and Hope, I'm wondering if you could give us like an example of maybe a client you've worked with or somebody who's been using the Infinity Wave and kind of where they were before when this pandemic hit and and sort of what's changed and and how they've uh, changed after using it? Sure. I have somebody in mind who is a person who has a deep-seated belief that change or um, better things take a lot of work and effort and I think that's probably a lot of people have that belief and may not know it that if you don't kind of suffer a little or a lot if you don't if it you know it's got to be hard Mm -hmm. and and I know for some people feeling that it's hard means that they've worked really well and that therefore they can they can feel like, you know, they've done something important. They've earned it. And it's they've very earned interesting because right. I was thinking about the first quote that you gave about, you know, not being too specific about what you're asking for. And I totally agree with that because, uh, and I'll get back to this person because, you know, what the universe or source or life has in store for you, for any of us, oftentimes is way better than what we are imagining. We've got a tiny little scope, you know, that we're looking through half the time. And and usually there's a bigger, better story that is waiting for us. So uh, with, in this person's case, uh, the, the, the fear, the tension, 
the upset, the agita, the worry, uh, that all sums up to how their general operating system and somehow or other it rewards this person. And what's interesting is that um, when we apply the infinity wave to any given situation, in my experience, it automatically kicks in that ease, that flow, so that a person can end up in that better place uh, sort of almost unintentionally. Mm. They, you open the door to a better experience, one that can't even be imagined yet. And I have seen this countless times, but in this person's, this one person's experience, uh, it, it, during this time when, you know, jobs are going away for lots of people, there was a worry that the job would go away, but just, um, miraculously, a new job presented itself oh. just at the right time, just at the right salary and providing way more freedom than the previous job did. Wow. And to me, this is an example of how it can be easy. And guess what? The, the person ha still was doubting, <laughs> a, you know, that it could be this good and this simple and this easy. Uh. And that, that is the big leap that we all need to make that, you know, we, we, it really can be that simple and mm. it can be that easy yeah. a lot of it has to do with what we are willing to believe right right yes i've, I've, I've seen that myself it's a very common i'm going to call it a program in our consciousness that we really have to make huge effort and really have to you know go through hard times in order to achieve something great and that it and that you know things just can't be this good this easy with this much flow Sorry, I got some uh, sirens going on here. Um, and and that, that things don't have to be such a struggle and such an effort. And indeed, it, it seems that when we're really in alignment and we line up with uh, our purpose, with, with life, with the universe, with spirit, that things can flow very easy. We don't have to struggle. It doesn't have to take a lot. Now, this doesn't mean we don't necessarily work hard but we can enjoy it we can be fulfilled in the process we can we can be lifted up by the effort that we're put in not feel like it's so hard and we have to be so tensed up right yeah i i think it really comes down to trusting that there is something that has our backs there's hmm. something that is looking out for us and wanting what is in our highest good. And I know this might sound airy-fairy to some people, but I'm saying, no, this is concrete. This is, yeah. this is solid material. You know, if, if somebody needs a job, then they need a job. And, and if we put all these forces to work, the infinity wave is like a force, so mm -hmm. we can put it to work and say, please help me find the perfect job for me, the perfect situation. I'm not going to put all these details around it necessarily. And, and then I'm going to be in a state of expectation and, and gratitude that it's going to come in. It's like sending out a boomerang and the boomerang comes back and it's really kind of that simple. Mm. Um, 
you know, there's a great deal of uncertainty. Right. Yes, we're very aware of the uncertainty nowadays. Yes. But the truth is, we're always in uncertainty. It's just a sort of false illusion that Absolutely. things are stable, quote-unquote. Everything's right. always moving. Everything's always transitioning and changing. And it's the degree to which we want to look at that and, right. and accept that. Right. You know? So what's cool about that is that it's in motion. The mm. infinity wave is in motion as well. So uncertainty is this fluid state. The infinity wave is this fluid state. state. So when you apply a fluid state to another fluid state, you actually can have an impact on mm. that state. Right, right. It's very cool. And it makes a lot of sense. It's just working in the quantum, you know. Uh, but I've seen it time and time and time again. And, and so I want to I wanna talk maybe a little bit about... From, from sort of a spiritual perspective, what's the opportunity now? Because it's very easy and I see a lot of people get caught up in the challenges and I have to pivot my business and it's all this work and I have to do things differently and I don't know what to do and and it, and it feels and, and like jobs are going away other jobs are being created but but there's a real opportunity here even though there are challenges and difficulties you know we, we we're not able to get together with large groups of people like we used to before um, but just because certain things aren't there anymore doesn't mean that there aren't different kinds of opportunities now. Absolutely. The wave said from the very beginning that it was here to help us evolve. If we could, it, the original vision that I had was a giant wall of beautiful turquoise water like this mm. behind me. And it was moving toward me. And the byline of it was, this represents this push of evolution that will be coming to the planet. If you don't resist it, like you would at the beach if a big wave was coming and you resist it, you'd be knocked down, right? right? If you learn to surf this wave or swim with this wave, you will do much, much better than otherwise. Right. And so, if we accept that this big push of evolution is happening, it has been happening for a while, it's just building and building, getting up to the crest now, and we take this, we, we maintain this watery flow of love and compassion, and we don't resist the change. Mm -hmm. What we're going to evolve into is a higher level a higher version of humanity and i believe of of the entire planet i can't just like that quote i can't say yeah. exactly what it's going to look right, like right. i hold the space for it to be uh miraculously exciting and mm -hmm. surprising in in what ends up happening right we know we're in a birth process and to the degree that we can assist the birth process by maintaining this high frequency and this state of flow, you know, just like you know, mother pushes and, and the baby's going to come through, but the more relaxation there is, the, the better the outcome for everybody. So, 
you know, it's, right? so, it's so funny because, you know, the infinity wave, it's a water wave. And we're talking a lot about water. And when you talk about a birth process, I guess it kind of reminds me about some of the things I've heard about aquatic birth, you know, where the, the mother births in a pool of water and how it's so much less um, traumatic for the baby and the mother. And it makes the whole process much smoother and gentler. And, and it sounds kind of like the same thing. You're using this watery figure eight to help us through this this spiritual birthing process to make it smoother and gentler on us. Yes, that's a that's that's a great comparison and and I believe that that is that's a big piece of it. We you know, they told us that the guides told us the very first channeling in January 2011 that we are the lights and we mm. will be called upon to use the light for others mm. and that each person will be assisting the birth of the other mm. that was that was the very first message wow. mm -hmm. and so here we are now and and i've been saying for years and you know it's really a responsibility it's it's not mm. a wouldn't that be nice if it no yeah. it's time to state where you are on this are you going to assist the birth of one another and of this great awakening or mm. not <laughs> it's kind of come down to it i i i don't like to be so adamant in a way but but that's right. where we are that's what my guides are telling me on a daily and, basis and, and even in a very practical way I, I see it already with people waking up to the fact of what's really more important in their life about being with family about you know not being so much chasing after the material things but but really appreciating what we have and and letting sort of the superficial things go because we just we can't have them right now because of of what's going on and even as things are starting to open up i i, I believe like people are still going to be appreciating things like like you know uh, quality time being in nature um and and just relationships with other human beings you know it's interesting how sort of this whole pandemic lockdown and, and now even the protests are kind of like an outspring of of this desire for equality and freedom and and feeling that you it's it's not acceptable to treat different people differently in, in 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 a in a negative way so it really kind of all feeds into what you're saying about how we're really evolving even if we don't realize it right now and, and so exactly on, sam yeah and, and and so on that note let's take a quick break our last break of the show wow it's moving fast and so when we come back let's just talk quickly about um uh, uh, where you kind of feel things are going and, 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 and how to ride the wave, let's say, uh, as, as, as we're going into this big unknown of the future. Okay, Hope? Sure. Great. So everybody, please stay with us. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc. By the way, if you haven't checked it out yet, brand new website, please take a look. And we'll be right back after this.
welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking this hour with Hope Fitzgerald of the Infinity Wave. And uh, um, Hope, you know, I just wanted to ask real quickly before we get into the topic about how to ride the wave. I notice you're drinking from a rather unusual water bottle there. I'm sorry, could you say it again? I said I noticed you were drinking from a kind of a different kind of water bottle. Uh-huh. Do you want to make... I did. <laughs> well... So there's the infinity wave. There we go. Show uh, everybody. On my bottle. And there underneath, there's a glass pod. And it's filled with semi-precious stones. The company is VitaJewel. Mm -hmm. And this bottle I designed, um, not the shape of it or anything, but I doused for the stones oh. and the percentage of stones that are in here to best represent the energy of the infinity wave. Oh, wow. And I have had confirmation from others that the basic, I guess, takeaway from this, the water you drink mm -hmm. gets structured by the stones, the energy of the stones, mm -hmm. is, is an expansiveness, is an expanded, uh, uh, actually, you know, joyful energy. Um, so it's called the Infinity Bottle, and uh, I'm very proud to have created it, and awesome. I use it every day. And, and where can people find it? On my website. Which is? www.we-infinity.com. We We-infinity.com. All right. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and so I wanted to ask you, you know, we've been kind of using the water analogy, and, you know, you talked about, like, that big turquoise wave which was your first vision of, of when the, the infinity wave came to you. So we're kind of, as you mentioned before, we're in this very uncertain period and, and, and things have been changing so fast. I, I, even before all this started happening, I was like, I can't even plan out six months ahead of time. I like, I don't know what's going to happen month to month these days. And now it's just, now I don't even know what's going to happen day to day. <laughs> um, and so, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, how shall I say? Uh, and, and so how can people, uh, use, um, sorry, I'm having a little bit of trouble on my speaker end. Um, how can people, um, learn how to rive this wave of uncertainty in a way that will serve and support them? Well, number one is to be in a state of acceptance, and, and that would be the opposite of being in a state of resistance. Mm -hmm. um, we're, I personally, I, I don't think we're ever going back to the world as it was. Agreed, 100%. This is part of the reset, Yeah. right? I, I mean, back in February, I was, I was saying, this is the great reset. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's happening now. We've kind of been waiting, actually, for the other shoe to fall for a long time. <laughs> we in the field that we're in. Yeah. Um, and, and here it is. And as you were saying before the break, you know, there's been a gigantic shift in values already. Yeah. To, to be stripped of the doings that we were all caught up in uh, the hectic pace. Um, you know, 
I talk a little bit about synchrony uh, in the sense that we, a vibration and a rhythm, and, and our fields are not separate from land, right? Mm -hmm. So wherever we are, we, we get in synchrony with the rhythm of the land we're on. So when you're on Manhattan Island, there's going to be a much faster rhythm based on just the way it is and the way all the people contribute to it. And then there's going to be a slower rhythm and maybe somewhere out in the country. And, and, and you know, one and, thing I learned a long time ago is that there's actually a lot of quartz in the bedrock in Manhattan and in this area. And quartz acts like an amplifier. So my theory is that's part of the reason why things are so amplified in New York City. I agree with you. Having lived in New York several times, I, I completely agree with you. So, I mean, you could find a place in the country that's also full of quartz and it'll have the same, right. <laughs> you know, be busy bees out there in the country. Um, but I think with the uh, the slowing down of everything, the the not rushing around in a car or on a subway or on a bus or on an airplane and just being much more still, mm. our senses have changed. Our and for the better, in my opinion. And, yeah. and as you said, you listed a bunch of uh, priorities that have come out of this that maybe were lower down on the totem pole previously. Nature is one of them. And mm -hmm. I really believe that nature has been calling us to come back for a long, long Definitely. time. Definitely. Now that it's a privilege to go outside, to be amongst trees, to be in a park, to be near water. Now that that's a privilege, we, we are starting to see um, how much we value it and how much more of it we want. Yeah. I really love that and I think that's going to continue. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I also believe this, this sense of uh, disconnect, we've all been in our houses, yet we have this wonderful thing called Zoom <laughs> and other platforms such as as that that are bringing us back to each other and mm -hmm. so even if it's not physical the the rebuilding of circles has been happening with this online interaction and i think that's going to continue and i think mm -hmm. that's all for the good and i honestly you know looking back and i hope I hope it's okay to say this, but I've been seeing some good news stories when I dig around for them oh, yeah. that, that aren't just what we've been seeing on the media. And these good news stories are telling me that we've evolved in the last 30 years. Mm -hmm. You know, sorry for the noise all of a sudden. It's okay. Um, <laughs> oh. It's all right. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. There, there have been a number of great things. I, I mentioned it on my show the other week, how like, for me, like one example was just the SpaceX launching the first commercial uh, flight up to the International Space Station. Um, and it really could be the beginning of a whole new era of space exploration for us. And that that, that happened the same week as the protests. So uh, you know, it all depends upon what we look for and what we choose to focus on, and that the, if we focus on something like that, then then that's what we're going to find. 
So, uh, Hope, we only, we're really at the end of the show. I'm wondering if you can uh, let people know like how they can find out more and, and how they can uh, even get in touch with you if they're interested in learning more about the Infinity Wave. Oh, sure. Sorry, I had to move inside because there's a lawnmower. <laughs> um, sorry. No uh, worries. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, I have been offering uh, free Monday night meditations. Yeah. And that's been one of the things I, ke I kept thinking, what can I offer? I, I, I really can't sew masks, you know, and, yeah. and I couldn't be on the front line. So I thought, what can I do? And, and what I can do is do these meditations. So every Monday night, uh, you can come and for an hour mm -hmm. and just have this uh, lovely community experience. I hope it's lovely. They're channeled meditations. I, mm -hmm. I never know exactly what's going to come out until we go into them. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're serving the collective. And uh, so far, you know, people are, are very uh, pleased and they keep showing up. So that's Great. a good sign. Great. So my website, again, is www.we-infinity.com. Mm -hmm. And all you have to do is come there and sign up on the site. I, I really try not to email too much. Mm -hmm. I will uh, send out an invitation for um, the uh, meditations and, and, and if I'm having a special guest come in for some reason. Uh, and, and then I send out a recording. Mm -hmm. So please jump in and join us. We'd love to have Wonderful. you. Wonderful. And I will make it uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks. I've been wanting to hop on. I've seen it for a while, but just hasn't worked out, but it will. It will. So uh, we're, we're over time. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show, Hope. It was a pleasure having you back on the show. Thank you so much, Sam. I love talking to you. You're quite welcome. And a quick shout out to loyal listener Patty uh, on the, the Facebook Live. And I see Farah just joined us. Unfortunately, we have to run. Uh, please stay tuned. Coming up next on talkradio.nyc, it's Ken Foster and his show, Voices of Courage. And we will talk to you next week.